And welcome to another edition of the Scout Team Podcast. I'm Emery Hunt, the czar of the playbook. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at FBall Game Plan. Don't forget to check out and subscribe to the Football Game Plan Network located at youtube.com slash football game plan. And if you listen to this podcast on iTunes, which you should, be sure to leave us a five-star rating. I guess that's what the kids do nowadays. So with that being said, keeping with our 2019 NFL Draft Prospects interviews today, we're joined by Kennesaw State wide receiver Justin Sumter. Justin, I appreciate you taking time. No problem. Anytime. We do a lot of FCS football coverage here at Football Game Plan. So you've been on the radar, on our radar for, for quite some time. And and the way you guys have really burst onto the scene in such a short period of time and become a dominant program at Kennesaw. When you look at your your game and being a four-year starter, how much work went into that summer before you got to campus? And not only just to, to make the team but and be out there as a true freshman and start, but to have a significant impact like you did. Uh, it took a whole lot of work for me, you know, coming out of my senior year, you know. I really didn't feel like I was exactly ready to play college football. So I think that whole summer I was doing two-a-days, Monday through Friday, you know, just making sure that I'm as ready as I can be to get out there, you know, show that I can play. Actually, I was just looking at videos of that summer and it's like I was like looking so bad <laughs> it was like I'm surprised I even got a scholarship that's how bad I was looking <laughs> but you know just you know working hard that's that's really what got me to where I'm at now and you know so I just been staying true to that throughout all these years and, you know and it just really paid off for me because you you know a lot of guys and I know I benefited from it uh the red shirt year you know I got mm-hmm. to college and I was like yo this is a completely different animal I'm yeah. so glad I had the opportunity to register because I wasn't ready physically, mentally, and, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. What was the biggest transition you had to make uh, going from high school to college when you got out there? Oh, really just the whole, you know, just everything because I was kind of still new to everything because I didn't play football from middle school to ninth grade, so I didn't really start playing until my 10th grade year. So, and then I played three JV games and they moved me up to varsity because we really didn't have a JV team. So really junior and senior year, that's when I really started playing. So like really just learning the game, like knowing that you don't have to, you know, run the route exactly on the line, you know, cutting stuff like that. Just learning all the like things that you should already know pretty much. So that red share year really helped me a lot. It's interesting because when you when you look at playing a position in an option offense, everyone I think looks at it from one perspective, but I tend to look at it from the other side. And, and, you know, the fact that you know you're going to get minimal opportunities. Mm. But you, with that being said, you know you have to maximize. And, yeah, you may go to a, an option program and, and catch 15 balls, but 12 of them are going to be touchdowns. So yeah. And you average like 30 yards to catch some ridiculous yeah. number like that. <laughs> so how was it playing receiver in an option office? Did that kind of help you slowly get up to speed as far as the nuance of the position, seeing that you hadn't had a lot of experience growing up? Yeah, it really fit me well because, you know, again, coming out of high school, I wasn't getting targeted as many times as, you know, most people were coming out of high school. I think my senior year, I I only had like 26 catches at the end of the season. So I wasn't used to, you know, getting like four or five catches a game anyway. So going into the triple option, you know, that really helped me, you know, just slowly mold my skills. You know, every year they started throwing me a little bit more because, you know, they were seeing that I could uh, I could help the team out with you know, on the passing game and stuff like that. But, you know, just having that time to slowly develop and stuff like that, you know, it's really benefited me a lot, too. I always like how 
you know, let's say around draft time, folks talk about receivers and, and coming out of the option offenses and they say he can't run the route tree. And I'm sitting there thinking like, man, <laughs> listen, at the at practice, what you think they do all day? You you exactly. think receivers just <laughs> you think they just run the option all day at practice? Receivers get individual work uh, at yeah. practice. Can you let the public know what you guys do at practice at that position, despite playing an option offense? So you know, as you said, you know we are receivers, so we do still know how to you know how to run routes. You know that's one of the biggest things I always get. It's like I mean I'm a receiver, you know. It's not like they just take anybody out there and say go run a vert. <laughs> like you got to know how to run other routes as well. So you know. Beginning half of practice, you know, we'll work on the option stuff. But like the second half, you know, it's just straight pass stuff. You know, we do seven on seven. You know, we do one on ones and stuff like that. And most of the time, we're running like digs, curls, slants, and stuff like that. Like just in the game, you know, you only see those like two or three routes that we actually run. But in practice every day, you know, we're running the whole route tree, even double moves sometimes. So, I mean, you get used to hearing it though, but you know, it's all part of it. I, I get so frustrated, man. I get so mad at Twitter, man. <laughs> it's like, like this is what's fact. And you guys choose to go with what's fiction, but you know how it is. You know how it gets. Yeah, there. yeah, I already know. <laughs> well, you look at your position and going into a game, and I know how I used to go into uh, studying the, the opposing linebackers, right, because I was a running back. For you, what were some of the things that you were looking for for a defensive back that kind of gave you the edge when you went out there on game day? Uh, so the first thing I like to look at is whether they're physical or not because – if they're a guy that's not physical, I've already won that game because, you know, <laughs> we, I'm blocking most of the game anyway, so I'm coming at you every game trying to pancake you every play, you know, stuff like that. So when we actually get a, like, passing play, like, I've been in your head all game. Like, oh, he's just trying to bull rush me the whole game. Then I finally just go by you, and then I go over top of you, and it's like, all right, now he's completely beat now. But, you know, other things, you know, I just like to see if they're kind of lazy and stuff like that because, you know, you know, triple option, you know, we're doing fakes and stuff like that, so – I like during the first half of the game, you know, just kind of run him off just to see if he's going to run with me and stuff, you know, come back to the sideline. All right, coach, you know, he's slacking off, you know, then they draw something up, things like that. So it's just little minor things like that that I like to look at. I always wondered how that worked for for you guys out there. You know, you okay, we're going to run him off and see how he responds. Yeah. And, you know, we're going to see how physical he is and come up. Maybe we can get him with a double move. It, yeah. It's funny, the, the mind game that goes on out there on the perimeter because a DB, again, it's just like a receiver. A lot mm -hmm. of times you guys are – we used to joke in, in college that, man, you guys are the most in-shape people on the team because all you do is run all day. Yeah. <laughs> you can barely get the ball um, <laughs> or you may not get the ball, you know. And so it's interesting to, to, to play those mind games with defensive backs. But when, you, when you're out there and the ball is in the air, one thing that really stood out to me and watching you play both live and on, on film was how you attack the ball. Too often you see – receivers wait for the ball to come down or even DBs don't turn their head around. Where do you be begin to develop that attitude of it's my ball once it's in the air? Uh, so it really goes back to me and my basketball background, you know, my whole life I was playing in the post and stuff like that. You know, I was always kind of short since I'm only like six, two and they got me in the post. So <laughs> like, I'm always having to try and go up there and grab the rebound before somebody else gets it you know, stuff like that. And then me being a high jumper in high school. So just combining those two things, like, all right, just treat it like a rebound. Go up and get it because, you know, if he tip it, you know, it's not like he's going to bounce back to me or something like that. Like, no, I got to actually make sure I come down with it. So, you know, that's kind of where it all comes from. It's funny because when you look at your height, I feel as though when you when it was listed that you were 6'2", I'm like, man, 6'2". For some reason, I thought you were like 6'5", because you play <laughs> yeah. that way, right? Yeah, and, everybody thinks that. Because you remind me a lot of uh, 
Roy Williams that came out of Texas when he uh, throughout his entire college career, Roy Williams was listed at six five. And then he gets to the NFL combine, it was six two. I was like, six two. Like, <laughs> man, he looks so long out there. That's how you look out there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, being able to play high post. But now that you said you had a basketball background and a track background, it all makes sense. But when when I saw you live was down at the College Gridiron Showcase, and I thought you were consistent, thought you were probably one of the more polished receivers as far as the route running is concerned. And I don't think you dropped the ball out there. How was what did you get out that that experience and how beneficial was that for you to go out there and compete in the all-star event? Uh, it really helped me boost my confidence, you know, just being out there with guys who play in like the bigger conference. Because, you know, we only played one FBS team my whole career. So it's like I really never had that experience going against guys one of the biggest schools and stuff like that. But just, you know, learning little, you know, tricks and stuff from the other receivers, just talking to them while we're doing one-on-ones in between routes and stuff like that. You know, just seeing how different DB plays and, you know, playing against a bunch of different styles. You know, I feel like I really benefited from that too. And then just talking with the scouts and stuff throughout the whole week, just telling me little things I need to work on. So it's like, so the first day, you know, most of them were just talking about me getting out of my cuts faster. So, that was like the second day we went out there. That was one of the things I really focused on. But, you know, me catching the ball, that's that's what I take my pride and joy on. Like, that's what I feel like separates me from everybody. So the whole time it's like, all right, I can – somebody can be right on my back. But as long as I catch it, you know, I feel like I still won that battle because I want to show that I do have the best hands out here out of everybody. Yeah, you were snatching the ball out the air, man. And it's funny because you're, you're 224, 225, and you could sl- start to slowly see in certain uh, – instances where it was the you know seven on seven or one on one or even a team period you could slowly start to see when a defensive back's like confidence just oh man i got this i'm i do this assignment like man this dude he's too physical i don't feel like being physical right now so you can see when you take that away that to me that yields itself to you being able to play outside maybe inside as a bigger slot how do you feel as though your your skill set uh, yields itself to you playing multiple spots across the board, whether you feel as though you're more, you know, better suited to play outside, or do you see yourself kind of sort of being that, that inside bigger slot receiver that we see now in the NFL? Uh, so in high school, I played a little bit of the slot inside, and I didn't play as much. I was really mainly the X. You know, my whole college career, I was the X too. But, you know, I feel like I could be able to move around. It was just continue to work on, you know, working on the inside routes and stuff like that since I don't have, you know, that whole background of being an inside receiver. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, it's still just playing receiver, just a different type of style of playing and stuff like that. So I feel like and like, by the time I get to that level, you know, I'll be ready to do that if I need to. Yeah, because, you know, the, the good part about it is that they're a little bit more open-minded nowadays as far as play calling and, and personnel. So, I remember a time where you had to – you only played one thing, but now being able to do multiple things just kind of helps you out. When you look at your, your Kennesaw State days and, and the fact that you guys played in a lot of big games um, deep into the playoffs, how was your your preparation there? Is, you know, Because normally the Big South is a really good conference, but now you're outside of that in the playoffs. The, it, you know, the stakes are higher. What went into your mindset to, to help you get prepared for, for that? Or was it just like another game for you? Um, you know, you had to treat it a little bit better, different because, you know, now you're in the playoffs, you know, like, all right, now you're probably going to be playing against, you know, the top corners going into, you know, in the FCS and stuff like that. You know, actually that South Dakota State game uh, played Jordan Brown. He ended up going to the um, the NFL combine. So, like, it was like every step, you know, you had to come a little harder at practice. You know, you had to do a little more film work and stuff like that because, you know, 
most of the guys you played against, you know, you've seen play or and stuff like that. But, you know, now we're playing guys all the way out west. So it's like some of them you never even heard of or anything like that. So you have to spend a little more time with the, uh, on the film, you know, just making sure and practice. Like, all right, I got to make sure I don't, you know, slip up on doing something in a certain way that I've been doing before because, you know, they probably been watching film more and stuff like that too. So I got to change up a little bit to, uh, of my techniques and stuff like that to make sure that I'm getting open as well. But, you know, it it was really – it really motivated me at the same time, too, because it's like, all right, now i got a bigger stage, you know, a bigger competition. Now I can really go out here and show what I can do. So, no, at the end of the day, you know, but it's still all football, so it, it was all good with me. I'm going to give you an opportunity to put your scouting hat on for a second. And if, if you were looking at the receiver position sitting up there up top watching these guys work out, what, what are some of the things that you look for at the position as need-to-haves, non-negotiables, and what you look for to, to, to project to the next level? Um, I would just say ball skills is the main thing, though, know, because we are receivers, so you got to be able to catch the ball. You know, that's one of the things I don't really get too down about, about me, myself, personally, just, you know, I'm not the fastest, but as long as I can catch the ball, I feel like I'm doing my job. Cause, you know, you're not always going to be wide open, so as long as you're making sure you're making them tough catches, you know, you can work on getting separation. But uh, just like another thing would just be, you know, attention to detail, you know, running around to a certain depth. And um, let's see. I mean, they're really two of the main things to me, to be honest. You know, it's funny you bring up catching the ball because I always joke about this. Like, oh, so-and-so could catch. Like, they, they look at how I grade players, and mm -hmm. I always talk about, for DBs, ball skills, receivers, catching is is huge. So what uh, does so-and-so have the speed? Or I'm like, listen, dude, you could get down there fast and it'd be an incompletion. Or yeah. you could take time to get down there to be a catch. Like, And, yeah. you know, being a deep threat, let me know if I'm on the right track with this. Being a deep threat, has very little to do with your ability to, to run fast, more than your ability to go up and catch the ball. If I know you got a 95% a chance to catch the ball, to me, you're a deep threat in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, that, that's kind of how they did it with me at Kennesaw. Like, they knew I was going to run by nobody, but, you know, when it comes to that 50-50 ball, when it comes to me, it's more of a 90-10. So they'll throw it up and just make me go get it, you know, 30-yard completion right there. So at the end of the day, as long as it's, I'm coming down with it, then – I don't really need a run by nobody. I'd rather take the catching on somebody than being wide open and dropping it. Hey, thank you, because that's the biggest part. And plus, you, I'm glad you brought up, you know, the route running part of it um, as far as, like, if you were a scout, because you see guys – I've had this discussion with defensive backs uh, before, and they tell – it's been consistent. They tell you all the time the hardest guy to cover is the slower receiver because he's going to be so precise on his doggone routes Mm -hmm. that it's so tough to defend someone that runs routes perfectly. Rather than the fast guy that's going to be sloppy, all, all I got to do now is go straight to the ball because his route going to tell me what he's about to run. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so when you look at the, the amount of craftsmanship that goes into your, your, your position, do you feel as though people underrate what receivers truly bring to the table? Uh, yeah, to a certain extent because, you know, it's, everybody thinks they can go out there and run a route, but to run it to perfection, you know, because you see guys running simple routes but getting wide open. It just goes all back to technique and stuff like that, and everybody doesn't have that. You know, that's what, you know, when you're being fast, you know, you just get separation because you're fast. But what happens when you got another fast DB out there and you don't have that technique down? You know, that's not going to get you open because he's running, like, stride for stride with you. So, yeah, it all comes back down to technique and stuff like that and fundamentals. Everybody think they could play receiver and quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> rap and basketball. That's that's what everybody <laughs> think they could do. Uh, you recently just had your pro day, man. How, how was that experience for you? 
And, you know, how did you think you did out there? Uh, you know, it was a great experience, you know, just seeing all those scouts out there, you know, knowing that majority of them was out there to see me, you know, it really amped me up a lot, too, and stuff like that. But, you know, I felt like I did pretty good. You know, I could have did better, but at the end of the day, I mean, I'm I'm still blessed with what I did. You know, I feel like I put up some good numbers, you know. I think I had one of the highest verts out of everybody um, and throughout this whole process and one of the furthest broads. You know, I didn't run the 40 time that I was expecting to, but, you know, when it came down to routes and stuff like that, you know, again, I was the only one out there who didn't have a single drop. So just showing that I'm consistent with my hands and that, you know, I still can go up and get it and I am explosive. So, you know, I'm just going to take with what I have, you know, and just continue moving forward with that. The Georgia State game was one that I that I saw on television. You know, it was the opening game of the season. I want to say it was week zero or week one. Um, but you had seven receptions there. You, you really had a, an outstanding game. And it was a big game because – Georgia State is in Atlanta. Kennesaw is not too far away. Yeah. What Was that a game that you targeted to say, you know what, I have to show up and show out here because it's an FBS opponent? Uh, Yeah, that really was. And then the fact that, you know, J.R. Smith, number 16 for Georgia State, you know, he's one of the best corners in the Sunbelt Conference. You know, um, I was just on Twitter one day and somebody had tweeted something about him not giving up a touchdown his whole career. So I was like, okay, if I can go out there and score on him, then that's really going to put me on the map to show that, you know, I can compete with all these other receivers. So, you no, know, I, I made that my screensaver. So every day for workouts, I look at that, you know, all right, this is what I'm working towards and stuff like that. You know, finally come out there first half of the game, you know, I go and score a touchdown on him. And uh, then, you know, everybody just started to talk about that, you know. But, you know, me and J.R., we're still real good friends. You know, we talk all the time. You know, he, he gets on me sometimes about me and, uh, messing <laughs> up his, his record. And then, but that was that was really one of the best games I ever played. And to be honest, too, it was the atmosphere and everything. Yeah, it was a fantastic game, man. And and one thing that's, that I like about your game is is that you you make the one-hand catch look easy. And I <laughs> I don't want to make it seem like it's, it's super complicated because there's an art to it. Yeah. Uh, but – I always say this, and I, I think I, you know, you probably can understand this when I say it, but some people may not get it. I feel like you can slow the ball down with your eyes, and if you find a point, yeah. you can catch it one hand or anywhere. How do you feel as though that statement is as far as accuracy, or how do you go about making the, the one hand catch look so routine? Yeah, so I do feel like the ball slows down, especially like when game time, I feel like just everything is just coming so slow in the, in the air and stuff like that. That's one of the reasons why, you know, I have some of the fewest drops in all of FCS because, like, I don't know, it's just something just kicks in and just slows the ball down for me. So it's like it just lets me time it up and everything. And then especially, like, with one hand catches, you know, that really takes a lot of time because it's not like I'm just out there, you know, just doing something crazy. Like, it's some of the stuff. I, I mean, I practice it a lot, too, in practice, you know. Always before the game, we were just practicing. But, you know, just it's just finding that location and you know, the right point to grab, and that's really how I do it. Hey, you find the point, you can catch any pass thrown your way, man. And when you when you talk about the Georgia State game, you said that's your best game. Um, I had that game earmarked down. I saw that one as well. I saw you at the College Gridiron Showcase. But if someone wasn't familiar with your game and you had to pick another game where, okay, check this one out because th this one, again, shows you everything that I bring to the table as a receiver, what game would that be and why? Um, I would probably have to go back to my sophomore year. That's when I really started to get on the scene uh, against Duquesne. I ended up having, I think, nine catches for 187 yards and two touchdowns. You know, it might not seem like a lot to some people, but that's coming out of a triple option offense. 
But, you know, that just showed my whole jump ball ability, you know, me running other than just verts, too, because I ran a couple other routes and stuff like that, you know, just creating separation. So that will probably be my other game. Who are some of the guys that you, you try to model yourself after in the NFL? Like, who do you take pieces of their game and try to add it to yours? Uh, well, the main one right now I've been watching a lot of is DeAndre Hopkins because, you know, he's not the fastest guy, but he's played real physical and his hands are just so great. So I like to watch a lot of his film work. Uh, I like to watch a lot of Brandon Marshall because he's a bigger body receiver. Uh, DeAndre, I'm not DeAndre Hopkins. I'm uh, well, Demarius Thomas. You know, he's another big body receiver coming from Georgia Tech. You know, so I feel like me and him kind of have a similar background and stuff like that. So, you know, just those guys mainly. I like how you brought up Brandon Marshall because I don't think people under, under, you know, oh. give him credit for, you know, what he does in in the shallow part of the field and how how many contested catches he was able to win yeah. when he was with Chicago and with Denver early on and, and you know it's, it's funny because he's a guy that you could I could easily see you being compared to mm-hmm. because of how he attacks the ball how physical he is during the route and also after the catch yeah. so that's a good that's a good comp right there for you yeah Brandon Marshall is probably one of the most underrated receivers of all time in my opinion because you know he had what a thousand yards with six different teams so. That that right there speaks alone for his his uh, accolades. I I feel like a lot of people just just totally underrate the receiver position as a whole and guys that can truly you know ball out. And I think you're one of those yeah. guys, and it's been fun to watch you progress throughout the course of your career, get better and better and better, culminate that with a fantastic week of work down at the College Gridiron Showcase. And from your pro day, what was some of the feedback you got from pro scouts? Uh, just to continue working on my route running just because, you know, they know that I'm not, you know, used to always running routes and stuff like that. So just like making sure I get more separation out of my routes and stuff like that, because that was really just the main thing because they, they expect me to run the 40 times. So they're not expecting me to you know get fast or anything like that. So it's really just being more precise on my routes and create more separation out of my routes since I am not one of the fastest guys out there and stuff like that. So. I used to always say, like, you know, I'm 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 a slow person in the fast person or fast person in the slow person body, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. you know, if, if I think I'm fast, I'm fast. So I, I'm, <laughs> if I'm moving, I'm moving. But yeah. <laughs> Justin, it's been it's been fun, man, talking shop with you. Where can people follow you on social media if they want to continue to to follow you on this journey as you become a, an NFL player? Uh you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at something that's S U M P T I N underscore just J U S T underscore I N. Now listen, I'm old enough to, to remember I predated the the internet. So mm-hmm. I know what uh my old email used to look like when we had to create a hotmail email <laughs> So I'm surprised that you got the professional uh, you know, receiver Twitter handle and Instagram handle, but I know that probably wasn't the first time you you created an <laughs> account. I'm pretty sure something was along the lines of "Can't stop in 19." <laughs> uh, was this your first account, or is this something that you you kind of matured into over the years? No, nah, this is actually my first one because you know I don't know when whenever people ask me my name and I, I tell them Justin something, first thing they think is you say Justin something. <laughs> So it's like that just always stuck with me. So that's why I came up with this something just then. So it's, it's always been my profile account. So I never changed it after that. Smart man, man. You know, so I, I listen, it's been fun. 20 yards of catches as, as a freshman, 18 and a half yards of catch this past season. Uh, phenomenal talent. And we will wish you the best of luck moving forward, man. 
All right, thank you. I'm glad to be here anytime.